0: Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit, politics, sports, and trending shit, let's tune into Brad and Brit. Welcome along to the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us this day. <clears throat> uh, a lot of nothingness to take care of, a lot of really important things to take care of, and uh, uh, things that uh, are probably beyond our ability to have answers to. And I really don't want to just repeat what I hear from other people or the conventional wisdom. Or why didn't Joe Biden say the word filibuster yesterday? Um, no, okay. Let's let's just no, okay. Um, I'll give you a choice of three here, Britt. Okay. Uh, get the feds out of my stash. Uh, walking can be a riot. Or, it might not be a riot. Or, flaked turkey for dinner. Flaked turkey for dinner. Uh, get out of my stash. I can't resist that one. Ah, you won't get out of your stash here. All right. Yeah. Um, this has been talked about forever. Forever. Um, and uh, these are the Democrats, led by Chuck Schumer, but not all Democrats, saying... Already, let's just stop with the uh, federal rules about marijuana that don't match up with what the states have been doing and where the country has been going. So, federal legalization of marijuana, which would mean that there'd be no federal government knocking on your door saying you did something illegal when you might live in a state that has it legal or just in general spending any time or any money... (laughs) attacking or going after or or uh, charging people in that area. Legalizing weed, legalizing weed. And here are your sponsors, uh, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey, Senator Ron Wyden from Oregon. Federal penalties on cannabis would be removed. You would have your nonviolent federal cannabis-related criminal record expunged and states would still be allowed to decide if or how they want to legalize the drug. Now, catch the catch the wiggle there. Catch mm-hmm. the interesting nod to states rights. So if you want to be a fucked up state, okay, <laughs> you can still play the game, but as for the federal government, we're getting out of the business. We're 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 checking out we're kind of done. We have 18 states that already have full legalization of marijuana. We're not in one of them. No. We're, we're They're still fighting over medical marijuana in this no. fucking state. No. This piece. Of, God damn it.
1: 37 permit medical marijuana. We're not one of those, right? Which is also, ah. like I, I think, a pretty stupid wiggle, would fine. It's, it's great. Either do it or don't. I mean, don't just say, hey, it's okay if you're super sick. You can have a joint and you can do, yeah, but not otherwise. If you're just walking around paying your taxes, trying to get the old lady to give you a Hummer on the weekend, no, sorry, we're not going to allow you to, to have a, a legal, legally have any marijuana. It's stupid, it's beyond I'm,
0: stupid. I'm looking at the, the Politico version of this story. Tell me if you've heard this sentence before in relation to anything ever. Ready? Uh-huh. Public support, public opinion. Suggests there is widespread bipartisan support for liberalizing cannabis laws, but that shift hasn't translated to the Senate. (laughs) I know. Why do you think that is? And we, when we have some Democrats even who are squishy on this. Oh, what? Why, why do you think that is? Because we have a fucking culture war in this country that never ends. It's still 1922. There's still reefer madness for people. Anytime someone gets it's- in trouble with drugs, in any story, read any story about someone who dies, they'll. go, Well, you know, they started smoking marijuana when it's they gateway were drug. It was a gateway, dr- it's a gateway and, drug. Gateway drug
1: stuck, and it's still there. Well, don't it's you think it's mostly? Still there. Don't you think it's mostly because, with the exception, I mean, I know, I know, you named one of them. The Senate is controlled by really old white people, mostly old white guys, right? And they're just not, I don't know. I'm just not ready. This this pot thing, I think it's, we need more information. And that's that, to me, is what, what's going on there. There's a generational thing. It's the old white guys. They don't want some old lady coming up to him at some campaign event and going, you got my kid stolen. I mean, it's one, it's one of those situations, isn't it? not doesn't it have a lot to do with it.
0: Well allowing for the fact that that's just ignorantly simplistic it might be true <laughs> again, but 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 again you have you do, I mean you have a lot of old white guys in the Senate who are four square behind legalization okay it's not, so it's just not it, enough it isn't, right, and, and, and if, if you think for one second that uh, the young punk Republican Trump wannabes who want to be president, your Josh Hawley's, your Marco Rubio's are four square behind federal legalization of marijuana. I don't know whether they are or not, but I'm just guessing that when you're pandering in in, in those waters that you wouldn't be for it. So I don't think it's uh, specifically...
1: An age thing. I think well, it's uh, again not to be cynical, just, not to be cynical. But eventually, the money gets too good. They're able to buy politicians with these companies that are into it, and because it is the future, it's going to be legalized. There will be a lot of money spent and collected on this stuff, and it will be a lot of tax dollars. So eventually. These people right. are going to be able to throw a lot of money into re-election campaigns.
0: Right. And, and Texas is about to turn blue, Brit, It's going to happen at any no, time. Eventually, the money's going to be no, too good. It's and not the it same thing. It's way. not
1: no. the same thing. You're talking about a group of whores. The United States Senate and the United States House of Representatives are whores. And they'll go where the money is, Brad. And that's And the money is about to be... Here in this cannabis thing, which I know is so dangerous, and again, reefer madness. I'm playing the piano very fast and killing people. And, and no, there, eventually there's going to be enough money that those guys can be bought. That's always what happens every single time. Sorry for the cynicism. I don't, I don't mean to unmask this great uh, mystery of our democracy. But eventually, these guys they have they need to raise money for re-election campaigns and political action committees. And guess who's going to have some cash? This this new hit record that you guys are trying to stop. So that's, that's how that works. I don't know about Texas turning blue and all this other stuff, although I haven't given up hope on that either. I, I,
0: I think you may have even overthought that. This. this just might be a, an idiotic partisan divide. Here we go. Uh, uh, we have a couple of Democrats, like the senator from New Hampshire, Gene Shaheen, who have voiced opposition to legalizing marijuana. And no Republicans, though, have come out. To the, big, the biggest
1: stumbling block to all of this is that the states just have to figure out how much THC per 1,000 in your bloodstream makes you impaired. Once they Senator- figure, once, they, once we go with a standard on that, then we're done. But that's, that's the only real legitimate block to this whole thing. Senator Mike
0: Rounds of South Dakota. You know, the the four senators from North and South Dakota, no one knows who the fuck they are. Nor should they. The, the, who, who these people are. But they wield incredible Steve, power. <laughs> and Right. And Steve Danes of Montana, oh, another shit. one. Yeah. Or as Trump would say, there's a butte. <laughs> uh, remain opposed to federal legalization, but ready? Uh, senator Kevin Kramer, another nobody from North Dakota, a senator, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska have said they're open to discussing federal reform. But, <laughs> Stop with the you, that, yeah, that's right up there it. with. I'm concerned. I'm 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 really worried about right. what he said about yeah. that.
1: No. We're going to wring our hands for about another ten years, and then we'll look you, into it. Kick hey, the can hey, down the road. Hey, you've been alive for 60, 70 years. You've made a decision already. Don't
0: well, tell so, me you're you're, you're goddamn. Isn't, it's isn't
1: it's it? Hasn't it been recorded that there was sort of a crass political uh, calculation on LBJ's part that if the Democratic Party reached out and reached out to African-Americans that they would have that voting block for generations. Wasn't there sort of a a thing about that? Why can't there be like the everybody under the age of, I don't pick pick a number.
0: I got, I got a timeout. Oh boy. I think you're, you're, I think you're, I can't wait for the history lesson on this. No, I think the history lesson would, would simply be that you, 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 you missed the boat there. Lyndon Johnson uh, was not forced, when, when he signed civil rights legislation, when he got behind it and uh, dragged enough uh, members of the, the, yes. the Senate along with him, right? it wasn't be- hang on, let me finish the sentence or I'm going to reach I'm through not, the screen and choke I'm, you. I'm not interrupting. Well, yes, you were.
1: <laughs> you're, you're allowed to
0: finish. Well, <laughs> wait, he wasn't thinking, wow, this is a great way to get black people to vote for democrats no Uh, it was remember what he said he said i'm going to lose i'm mm -hmm. going to lose white people forever Mm -hmm. okay it was it it wasn't an equal balance there were a lot more white people to lose than there were ever
1: black people to gain it was not a did uh, that turn out to be true did he lose black people forever I mean, did he lose white people forever because I don't think he did. Yes, <laughs> I don't think he lost. white Yes, people. he did.
0: I think there's going yeah, well. The quite Democratic enough. Party has spent all the Brit every election, every election. No. The majority of white votes overall no. goes to that. Republicans. It I doesn't matter that. who we, it is. We so have he was a fairly, right.
1: We have a fairly large right. voting block of white folks in the Democratic Party, and they happen to be, you know, we, you, you know how that is. But the point would be. If you are a political party right now, and you would like to set yourself up, because there are a lot of young people that would like to have marijuana legalized, it is a generational thing. And if you would like to capture those people and have them as your voters for a number of years, by God, you could do a lot worse than I, go ahead and standing up for this shit.
0: I I think that that is uh, not a hundred percent true. It's a thousand percent true. That's the
1: because that's the world the world the, wor-
0: the, wor- the world the world is changing, and here let's dig into this and ask. And I'll ask you if you think this is really true. There are more fucking Republican redneck marijuana smoking Absolutely. Trump Absolutely. flag flying hypocrites Absolutely. who would probably come out against legal federal legalization of sure. marijuana, which really kind of doesn't really mean that much to most people every day. But they would because the Democrats have come up with the idea, even though they consume it themselves. Absolutely. Even though though their brother went to prison for it, right? They would still be against it because right now it's not what you're for. It's whatever the other guy is for, you got to be against. Well, right. That's the division
1: of the country. And uh, you can't be seen as working with them. Let me just take a guy, for example, Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Lindsey Graham has (laughs) many, many, many constituents in places like... Aiken, South Carolina, and Chiraw, South Carolina, and Liberty, South Carolina, and Anderson, South carolina that go around. They smoke pot all the time, and it's not a huge secret. It's not a—you know—it's not. It happens. He he has a lot of constituents, and if he did it, they would not go. Obviously, they're okay with other lifestyle choices that he's made. I don't think this is. I don't think this would disqualify him.
0: I'm I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hold hold the side of your chair when I say maybe for a lot of these uh, right-wing Republican marijuana-smoking good old boys in in uh, Ford F-150s who wear Trump hats, for them, smoking dope is the, it's not the new, but it is, it is moonshine, okay? Yeah. They prefer it being illegal at, at some level. It's kind of cooler that it's illegal. Once you can go buy it, in every drugstore. Who cares? It's not quite as exciting. I'm just...
1: Well, uh, there is something to that, and there's always been... I think this is uniquely a Southern thing as well, is about how they would sneak alcohol. They were less open about drinking alcohol, and alcoholism was not talked about and stuff, and Daddy would, you know, have, have some corn liquor that he would hide over in the closet and stuff like that. I think that is... Certainly a cultural thing. I don't know if that's unique to the South. I think other people in other areas did it, but it seemed like it happened more prevalently in the South where you would, and that's why they kept those stupid blue laws and shit like that for all those years. Right. And you would have to, everybody, I recall this during the blue law times when you could not buy any alcohol on Sunday, there was always some guy on some fucking road. You could go down and you get some beer from a the guy. There always was. My dad took me a couple of times being the father of the year that he was. This, this happened. But it was, that, that's part of the culture. And you're right. Once it's out in the open, oh, the romance of it's gone. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm not going to smoke it anymore or whatever. I, I don't know. But it, it, it's very clear. It's going to happen. You guys can put your, your, your feet in quicksand forever, or you can get with the program. Because sooner rather than later, I think, I mean, 10 years seems like way too long. Seven years seems like way too long. It's going to happen. It's going to be legalized because there's just way too much. Riding on it, I think there's too much tax money involved. There's too much, you know, manufacturing money involved. All of that stuff. Aren't the Becks working with those guys now? They, they no, refused to at first. They're still not no, doing. You it? still can't. That's that's the point. That's ridiculous. Now, I'm, 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 that's, I'm sure, that's so stupid. Wait, but but but
0: you you are uh uh you're really hitting on what might be the most important part of this because once there's federal uh, um, legalization, then of course you can't prevent the companies from doing normal business, right? Yeah. Because there's no hint of illegality to it. Right. Although I guess if a state still says, it, but, but, but the point is, uh, you know, this is, uh, um, uh, this is very similar to, uh, vaccine, um, uh, uh, refusal by people who would say if the FDA just said, gave it full approval, I'd take it. It's a bad analogy, but.
1: Yeah, suddenly Um, they love the government. Suddenly they trust the government. The FDA, which is a place that I've always loved, if they would just stamp it.
0: You know, uh, and I I think this is true. If someone invented aspirin today, it would never get approved by the FDA. It that's would never get approved. That is a so very what, interesting thought. What, no, well, it's not a thought; it's a fact. Yeah. Why is there aspirin? Because aspirin's been around yeah. forever, and, and so works. no one is going to say. But the, there are side effects to it, and well, about all them people that got, got their ulcers.
1: What about that? Yeah.
0: What about them? Yeah. I want to. I
1: do. Before we go deflate turkey for dinner, um, are you currently reading any of the parcel of, of books that have come out? The Trump books that have come out. Are you currently reading or listening to any of them? No. Okay. No. Well, I'm, I'm I'm i
0: promise I will go. I'll anywhere. let you be I'll let you be the guy. You, you, no, uh, I I have uh, I, I've had enough of that for a while. Right. I've had enough of it. I I need a rest for, certainly from from spending after you inordinate amounts it. of time reading or listening to
1: After it. you watched an hour and a half of that asshole on Saturday night, I could see how you would need a big vacation We didn't wa-
0: we didn't watch the whole thing, Britt. Believe <laughs> me, we
1: didn't watch the whole thing. Uh so the there I mean, there's some the Carol Leonig book and I I don't know who her writing partner is. I'm sorry. I talked to the Michael Woolf wasn't book. it Phil Rudd that's the guy, yes. And their, their book he is used, really... He amazing. used to be with Hootie and the Blowfish, right? So good. Yeah, he was very good. Uh, the Michael Wolf book, people are talking about it. There's a bunch of them. And the one that I'm uh, listening to is the Michael Bender book because I, I subscribe to Audible, which you can do at shop.braddenberg.com. Hi. I won't go into any details about the thing because these are things that you've heard maybe you didn't remember. Maybe it, it'll jog your memory. And there are some things that will make you... Your jaw will drop. As I'm listening to this... This was the, the thought that I had. I went, what if Michael Bender or any of these other writers, what if they were pure fiction writers? And I know the stupid MAGA people think they are anyway, so F those guys. What if they, what if Michael Bender wrote a novel and it was this? It was the the his book about Donald Trump and he submitted it to his publisher. There's no way that would get published. They would go, "It's too outrageous." There's no way. this character that you've written has no sympathy to him. There's he thinks he's well, well, funny. You're, you're he's you're a sociopath.
0: If, but you're saying if there was no Donald Trump, if there was, and uh, if, if, if,
1: yes, if, if, if and, and you submitted as fiction and it never happened, and you you would have to dream up the entire scenario of the last five years, five or six years in American history. There's, there's no publisher that would ever publish that as a book of fiction and who would want to read it I mean it, it's so outrageous it's so impossible to believe the guy has he's not even as sympathetic as Thanos I mean there's there's no way anybody would accept it right well,
0: you're 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 bringing up an idea that kind of explains a lot of what's going on for instance people who are completely addicted to Stories of you know, the Marvel Universe. Yeah, they take it really seriously. Right. Right. They they really really take it seriously.
1: Right. They and get p- if they get pissed it, off when one of the movies doesn't jive right. with with stuff and things like that.
0: Exactly. Or if you were like a Lord of the Rings or or Star Wars, what whatever it is, um, you can become really enmeshed into to those worlds. Yeah. And and you almost pledge your very being. To them, I mean, there are a lot of people. Like, I think Stephen Colbert, Stephen Colbert. I think he said when he was a kid, he was into, I don't know, I don't know, Dungeons and Dragons or something. Oh yeah, yeah, Yeah. weird shit like right. Have you heard Mm -hmm. him talk about that? Yeah, yeah. He was really there. Um, of course, a lot of people never graduate from that. He obviously did. He got out. You know, it, it didn't take over his life. But the the story of Trump. The the, uh, the the fictionalized reality of Trump has drawn in tens of millions of people. Right. They bought it and it by the way, it doesn't start with his presidency. It starts way back in the 70s when he was already out there lying about everything right lying about the number of floors in Trump Tower. It's the tallest building in it. it's 68 story. And it turned out it was only 58. Hey, okay. but when nine eleven
1: happened, man. when 911 happened, I got the tallest right. building in Manhattan, right? Yeah. Exactly. You
0: know, on on it went. The 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 bullshit was was unending and he, he built whatever business there is uh out of that. And then the apprentice comes along and supercharges this And all kinds of people are introduced to the myth, the mythology, the lie, the story, the fiction, whatever you want to call it, of Trump. And it moves further and further along the tracks to the point where you want to talk about believing your own bullshit, believing your own press. (laughs) At that moment, at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where he became the center of attention doesn't matter whether it was good or bad. Doesn't matter whether it was true or false. Doesn't matter whether he won or lost that night. It doesn't matter. The president of the United States spent a couple of minutes doing material about Donald Trump, in addition to what Seth Meyers did. It right. doesn't matter. It it happened, right. and in, you know, at that moment, the the uh, turbocharged lying of Donald Trump, as it related to, to Barack Obama's birthplace took off even further and the next thing you know he said I can run and uh, okay I'm on Fox and Friends every Monday I'm on seat all the time yeah. and here we go and so what I think you've managed to actually brilliantly put words to is that the fiction of the last five years would not be believed if it was no. fiction if it was written as a future, Here's what it may be like one day right. by a fiction writer years ago, but whoever, and, and 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 I don't know who this guy was or this woman that came up with the truth is stranger than fiction cliche. Okay. So well, you, you can put that one to bed. That's not a cliche. <laughs> it's not a cliche. That one's just flat out true. It's that, not one that gets disproved all the time,
1: um, I just, but I just in this case was, it did. So I'm you remember- with you. Did you ever read this book, like, The Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Toole? And it's about this complete idiot, but at least you're kind of... hes getting He he succeeds despite himself in some cases. And at least you're kind of winking along with him and, like, everybody's in on the joke that he's a complete idiot. Like, if you write this as a piece of fiction, this guy's oblivious to the fact that he's, like, a a small dick, no-confidence-having piece of garbage. And I don't know if it's because... I don't know if the people buy into it because they want his life. They want to be... Fake rich, they want to have a hot daughter that they want to bang, they want to be able to trade wives in, whatever they want to. I, I don't know what it is, I can't figure that part out.
0: Um, you y- welcome to the club, <laughs> you, 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 and millions of the rest of us, were, yeah. You know, what, what really was the attraction? I always like the description of Trump of being um, a poor person's version of what a rich guy is like. Um, uh, the, the gold plated faucet in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. I'm Robin Leach. Um,
1: M- meanwhile, while all, he's got the gold plated faucet, like the foundations like caved in termites are eating the entire thing. All, all that shit's happening, but you know, it looks good. You, you've got an outward appearance of, of success, right? Right. Well, and, and, and what, what I guess really vexes
0: most of us is that the failures of Trump along the way were so outrageously, spectacularly horrendous that they should have ended his career over and over and over again. And I'm sorry, I don't give quarter to the, well, that's what makes him even greater because he kept coming back. No, no, no. When you cost... Tens of thousands of people, their life savings, because they, they, they sank their, their, their money into the stock in your company when you own casinos. Or all those people that bought condos all over the world and buildings with your name on it because they saw the brochure and the videos that made it look like this is a great place. And it turns out that what they bought was a promise that was never fulfilled. And it's still just a concrete shell down in Panama somewhere or something like that. This should have been it. It should yeah. have been over. Yeah. It, it, it should have ended, but it didn't. And uh, that's not a testimony to his greatness. It's a testimony to he's a criminal yeah. and he's a criminal who kept coming back. I'm sure Al Capone had some bumps along the way. That doesn't make him great. That just makes him Al
1: Capone. Well, but, then, but then you would also have, I think that it didn't happen to the extent it happens with Trump. Like these people Al Capone, like, look, he he opened up the soup and the bread lines. Look at him feeding people. He's such a wonderful guy. Right. Why are you guys true. talking
0: about you know what? Actually, I, I, I take it back. It's an insult <laughs> to Al Capone <laughs> to compare him to Donald Trump.
1: Where okay? is the life-ending syphilis when you need it? Where right. is it? Where are you? Life ending. Right. So the la- the last thing I say about this is I was like when in two thousand and four, obviously it was a contentious race between John Kerry and George W. Bush. George W. Bush running for re-election. There were a lot of lot of emotions in America. I I didn't vote for uh, Bush, and then. He, But then you would hear people, because he. I've, I've talked about that miserable 2005 that he had with Terry Schiavo and just all the bullshit. It was terrible throughout the entire thing. Harriet Myers being nominated for the Supreme Court, the most qualified person ever. And you would get from these people who voted, you would get these people who were not like Bush supporters, but they, they voted for the guy because they didn't like Kerry or they just thought he was the best option. And they would go, you know, th- th- this guy really sucks. And you would be like, yeah, I, I tried to tell you, yeah, he sucks. But then they would be like, no, 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 no. He really sucks. I went, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's no, no, no. He really sucks. And you would just go back and forth. But with Trump, it was always like, shut the fuck up. He's great. You don't get it. He's he's killing it out there. That, that there was like none of those people. That, well, I wouldn't say none, but there was a, a small amount of those people who would actually acknowledge, like, man, I can't believe I did that shit. I can't believe I voted for Donald Trump. Most of them were like, I'm all in. I'll, I'll go a second term, I'll go a third term, I'll go a fifth term. Because they would always push that, right? No, we'll, see.
0: well, we'll see. We'll um, see. So I'm looking at some of the, the highlights that they've, they've gleaned from some of these books. And yeah. I, I, I like the one where on election night, uh, and this is from the uh, I Alone Can Fix It book, yeah. which is uh, from uh, Carol Lennig and Philip Rucker. Yeah. It was on election night, and and we thought and we heard that this might happen as it got closer to the election, and it looked like Biden really was going to win this time, that it didn't matter what happened, that Trump was just going to come out there and say he won. Right. He won. So uh, on election night, um, it's Rudy Giuliani. Who's the one who says, just go out there and fucking say we won all over the place. And apparently everyone else in the White House was saying, No, you can't do that. Shut up, you drunk asshole. That's what they were saying. But it was it was just Giuliani who thought this was a great strategy. Just go out and lie. Just go out and, and lie. And and it turned out that, you know, that certainly foreshadowed the next the next few months of what he would do. He's in,
1: uh, uh, the, the, the account I read is he's in one area of the residence and Trump's over here and, and Rudy's like, I got it. I got it. I got the plan. I have to talk to Donald immediately. And and a swarm of people go, no, 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 no. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's he like Kramer on Seinfeld. I got a plan. I got it. I got a plan. plan I, I, I got to get to him. Somebody. Me. And they were like, there was like a swarm of people that's to like, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Keep drinking. No, no. But then he was able to get the message. Just, just say we won. Say we won Michigan and Pennsylvania and Georgia and Arizona. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. And I think it's almost Shakespearean in that it was the Fox call. Of arizona that pissed him off so much oh yeah but I, I, by the way i i just got a
0: text from shakespeare he says don't lay that shit on me <laughs> yeah. don't you don't use that name in any kind of descriptive way i can show you the tweet if you want to see it, it, comes it's,
1: from- it it's brilliant because bill hammers on the air he's he wait what what is that arizona's bl- are we calling are we calling arizona immediately in the residence he's like get me Murdoch and Lachlan and James and Bill Shiner and the, just he was screaming to get people on the phone immediately, which uh, again. Well, but but the mo- the, the,
0: the follow up after that is more sordid because they go and fire the people. They did the fire the the political director at Fox, uh, Chris Stirewalt, the om- one of the few guys yeah. who who played it down the middle and played fair with the facts. And they, they threw him on the shit pile they for did. telling
1: the truth and imparting they waited the information. Yeah. They waited an appropriate amount of time, and then they just packed his shit up, put it in the garbage bag, and throw him out on Fifth Avenue, right? It, it was like, we we're, we're going to wait a little while, but then all of a sudden, hey, guess what? You don't work here no more. Yeah. You want to go on to uh, tur- Flake Turkey for dinner?
0: Yeah. Jeff Flake, ambassador to Turkey, named by Joe Biden. Interesting. Interesting. I knew he was a rhino all along. <laughs> he was always one of them. Right?
1: that what I'm sure that's what they're that probably saying? I always like, especially with the Trump people, like anything you do to quote unquote own the libs is fine. I mean, if you chop off three of your fingers, but you're you know, blood is it's to own the libs, that's great. But if Joe Biden does something, which he picked the best guy for the job, and it's seen as a thumb to Donald Trump's eye, how dare he! Where is the bipartisanship? <laughs> always- but
0: that is bipartisanship. I, I he just named a lifelong Republican conservative, Jeff Flake. <laughs>
1: so great.
0: Who I must but, tell you, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of that guy, but in the end, yeah. he was—he did what we said we wanted more people to do. Uh, him, Bob Corker of Tennessee, yeah. another senator who said. I'm I'm done with this shit. I'm I'm there is no way. I'm and, out. Uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna get primaried by these whack jobs and uh, uh I'm done and I'm gonna uh, hold my head up high. And and he has and so has Flake. And um gee, I wonder how many uh uh funny funny memes they've uh, wow. uh done with his name Flake and Turkey and, and, oh, and so, fun. I, so, I, so funny. So funny. I, I got another one. I uh this is this is today. This is this is right now. Um, and a couple of states have uh, passed these laws saying, for instance, if you uh, run down a protest, if you if you just run down a protester who's blocking traffic, or something, you're good. We're not going to prosecute you because they were blocking um, traffic or, or doing something like that. Somebody, and, somebody
1: on this show who you're listening to right now has received a call from someone at a emergency communication center asking if they could run somebody over, wanting permission to run over a protester. That that, that has that, happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, um, for the record, I said no. <laughs> I don't right. do that. Right, and
0: and then some other states some other localities have passed laws anti-riot laws that say if you block an entire highway that you see that all the time right, right? that uh, you're subject to being arrested um, and they can call it a riot mm-hmm. and of course leading the way on that kind of legislation is of course Florida Florida which brings up this little nugget from the last few days. We have a whole lot of Cuban-American demonstrators who shut down the Palmetto Expressway in Miami-Dade County. That's a big highway there. They're happy. And they are happy and they are pumped up about what's going on with the quest for freedom by people in Cuba trying to bring down the Cuban government, oppressive, regressive, horrible, shades of Castro but for some reason the anti-riot law is not being enforced this time around (laughs) for some reason in Florida if you're protesting and shutting down or celebrating and shutting down a major highway for the right reason and we know what the right reason is in South Florida we know what the right politics is in South Florida. We're not going to touch you. We're cool because, of course, you, 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 it doesn't take doesn't take a, a, a you know, Harvard Business School or Harvard School of Government to figure out that would Ron DeSantis have Cubans, Cuban Americans arrested right now as they uh, stand up with their Relatives or friends back in Cuba to overthrow the, the Cuban government or get some modicum of, of decency and freedom. When, of course, you know, the key to winning Florida in a presidential primary is to make sure you've got that Cuban vote locked. Of course, he's not going to do it. No. But what it tells you is the whole idea of the law itself was idiotic. And it also tells you that the very spirit of that law was political in nature because mm-hmm. really the law was designed to arrest marauding negroes who uh, might be in the streets right not protesting for not old
1: white right. haired people who might be at uh, planned parenthood on the weekend i mean it would be if somebody ran over those people and I see them around, I mean, you know, right.
0: And, and you don't want to make the case that you should be able to run over no, these people, but not those, but, but, but that sets that up. It does. This, this, you want to talk about a bad law in search of a problem. And nobody's advocating blocking highways. And I'm, you and I'd be the first ones to, to scream bloody murder. If you had to sit there for four hours in your car while people stood there, uh, on a highway i mean i i get that but um you know these people are, are are seeking human rights for people in cuba that's cool and they have technically broken the law
1: but we're going to leave them alone because no, but i'm the, on the, and i paid for this commercial well the important thing is that you go on fox and you shout where's aoc where's bernie sanders why are they talking about this that's what you. That's what you do. That's the game, right? That's what. That's the game that we're playing. Correct. That's that. That. That's part of that. Because obviously yeah. their hearts are broken because the communist government of Cuba is dying. I mean, that's the. That's what the the Fox Nation, which by the way, if you ever pay for that thing, if I ever find anybody that pays for that thing, I can't be friends with you anymore. Holy shit, that's horrific. What was your? Uh, but was I, your-
0: I, I, I I got I got to
1: do do a little
0: reading out loud. Or I don't do it all that often. But okay. This this, this part. There's a big, long piece today in the Post. It's titled, How Tucker Carlson Became the Voice of White Grievance. That's funny. And and by the way, they capitalized the word white. Right, Right, they just started doing that. As you know, the the word black is now officially supposed to be capitalized, but that never did uh, happen with the word white as it relates to race. But the Post decided, since this is about Tucker Carlson, that they would capitalize the word white. Uh, and and they, they go back to his uh, original story here. It's, it's, it's just stunning, his origin story. And what what makes it uh, worthy here is that we know that, that, that Trump has lied about everything ever in his life. He's right. tried to cover up everything in his life. We've never seen his grades. No. We we don't know how, right? We, we n- none it. of that kind of stuff. So here it is, and he wrote this back in uh, uh, 2018. He put out a book, and by the way, as you know, uh, prospective presidential candidates always put out books. Sure they but, do. Uh, but he's written other books too. But he says when he was seven, his mother had left the family, so his daddy raised him. His father was uh, fairly wealthy. He was a Republican who worked in the Reagan administration. He oversaw the Voice of America. And then he married the woman who was the heir to the Swanson frozen food family. So it, his old man didn't come up with Swanson TV dinners. He married into the family right. that, that did Swanson TV dinners. And his childhood home, he overlooked the La Jolla Beach and Tennis Club. Oh. This was one of the most expensive places to live in the country (laughs) ready for the lies here we go he went to something called the la jolla country day school and a woman entered his life that he grew to detest it was his first grade teacher quick can you remember the name of your first grade teacher quick oh sure it's mrs dillard sure okay uh he refers to her in the book as someone named mrs raymond He caricatured her as a parody of earth mother liberalism who wore long Indian print skirts. She had little interest in conventional academic topics like reading and penmanship. He's fucking seven, all right? And he's realizing it. He recalled her sobbing theatrically at her desk saying, the world is so unfair. You don't know that yet, but you'll find out. Mm. He just wanted the liberals to stop blubbering and teach us to read. He's thinking this at age seven, okay? Mrs. Raymond never did teach us. My father had to hire a tutor to get me through the phonics, or through phonics. Thus, Tucker says, he started his sojourn as a conservative thinker at age seven, questioning the liberals who he said were all around him, exemplified by his first grade teacher. Well, guess what? The Post found... Mariana Raymond. She is 77 and she remembers Tucker and said he was very precious, very polite, very sweet. And she had no idea until the post tracked her down that Tucker Carlson, her former student, had ridiculed her as a key to understanding him. She said she never sobbed at her desk. She didn't wear an Indian skirt. She didn't advocate her political views. She said that not only did she teach Tucker reading like he said she didn't at La Jolla Country Day School. She was the tutor. She was the tutor that the family (laughs) hired to teach him to read. Oh, my God. That's the most embellished crazy thing I ever heard when the Post told her what Carlson. had, So there is not the, the pattern is there. I know you you're pretty high on the idea that that he really may be the next one.
1: Um, they're, they're talking about him running. I mean, he doesn't do as well God as he did Almighty. a few months ago.
0: God Almighty.
1: But but just, just think,
0: what makes you think you have to make up something about yourself at that age hmm. to justify who you are now? Because, I would uh, much rather let you know that at age seven, I had no fucking idea what was going on. I mean, I can tell you, it, it, I was in third grade when John F. Kennedy yeah. was shot, and I remember Mrs. Johnson, who was our our third grade teacher, came in and and she told us in the uh, the afternoon. And you know what I remember after that? Nothing. Nothing. I don't Nothing. remember anything else. Now maybe it's, and, and 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 believe me, I didn't remember. It, you know, thirty years ago, and I forgot. I I just don't remember that. I I certainly don't remember the political angles that were were, uh, flying, apparently, in uh, elementary schools in Ohio in the 60s. I I just don't remember that. But Tucker Carlson, he's he's got it down for when he was seven. This is such bullshit, and I think it's it's great. And I think that it's because he thought he could get away with it, just like Trump. He should make up a story that fit the template that he wanted to set for himself for you in the future that I've always been this way and I discovered at a very young age that those people were out there trying to ruin us and I overcame it my dad got me a tutor this was a goddamn teacher he was trash i'm sure he thought she was dead right and would right. never he he never in his wildest dreams thought that that she would be able to be contacted to come back and refute
1: the story well now you get it's, to say this this is yeah. the fake it's the fake media and the fake news that have uh persuaded this woman to tell this lie if you're talking yeah, well, yeah that's what you have yeah, right. to do now well i mean the, the truth I, I, wasn't that
0: you know you know sickly you're yeah, right but no we we know the truth right because <laughs> there are no facts there's just what i want to think about whatever is occurring at any given moment that's my fact brad and Brit.com.